Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. common theme in stories and movies where people who were once enemies become friends or maybe even fall in love. Part of the story arc is people don't get along and then no doubt through trials or hijinks or difficulties or comedy zany adventures ultimately realize that they're not actually that different. Hearts and minds have been changed, enemies become friends, that is the end of the story. And that's the end of the story for Christians and Jews. At the time Paul is writing, Jews are persecuting Christians, enemies of the followers of Christ. As church history would unfold, that dynamic would flip and many Christians would become the persecutors, doing horrible things to Jewish people in the name of Jesus. But all of that will one day pass away. In the end, Christians and Jews all worship the same God. They are all part of the same family and they will all come together in completion one day. Romans chapter 11, verses 25 through 32 continues. I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of Gentiles has come in, and in this way all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion, he will turn godlessness away from Jacob, and this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies for your sake, but as far as election is concerned, they are loved on account of the patriarchs, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Just as you were at one time disobedient to God, have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience, so they too now have become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that he may have mercy on them all. So Israel's been hardened to the gospel, Paul writes. He's been talking about this for a little while now. They've been hardened to the gospel, but only for a time. And apparently this has happened so that the gospel could spread around the world, but the ultimate view of God is clear, that when the full number of Gentiles have come to salvation, then all of Israel will be saved. There is apparently a number in heaven of people coming to Jesus that God is waiting for, and in previous verses, the word has said that Israel's eventual salvation will bring God's blessing to the earth in its fullness, the final resurrection from the dead. So Israel rejecting the gospel was actually not a shock to God, but a plan, a way to break the gospel out of the land of Israel so that it truly would come to the whole world, and Israel has not been forgotten in any of this. At the time, many of the Jewish people were enemies of Christians, enemies of the gospel, but they are still loved of God, Paul writes. Their place in God's heart is not displaced, and their role in his plans have not been laid aside, for Paul writes that the giftings and the calling of God are irrevocable. God has gifted Israel and called them as his chosen people, and that gift and call cannot ever be changed, no matter what people do. This means as much for us today, our own gift and our own call are irrevocable. We can run from them, we can stifle them, we can try to ignore them, but we ultimately can't. Jonah tried to run from his calling, and we know how his story turned out. Your gifting and your calling in your life are set in heaven, and no matter what you do, they can't be changed. And that's actually an incredibly encouraging thought. 
Paul also writes that God has let everyone experience disobedience so that we can know what mercy tastes like. Mercy is his heart and it's his desired end goal. We've all experienced, experienced the sinful side of human experience so that we would know what his mercy experience was like. His mercy is ultimately what he wants for us. Today, take some time to reflect on your own gifting and calling. How has God wired you? What has he given you to do in this world? Do you know what those things are? If not, take some time to pray. Try to do some research. Maybe talk to others. See what comes up. If you do know what your gifting and calling are, look for a place specifically to walk them out as you go about your day today. day.